0: The companions of my circle agree to your wager as stated. Results from the first hit, as the lesser beings call it, shall be in shortly. We accept your bid in support of the Lurice Circle against that of the Gablona Circle. Odds of 3.7 to 1 for success by Gablona for the first attack agreed. Actually, I'm rather hoping that the intended strike is unsuccessful, since failure will mean an extended war game that will certainly prove to be most entertaining. Rituna, do remember, my brother, that things like this on the comlink or in writing could be most embarrassing. As overseers we do have our reputations to think of, so in the future I suggest that all such transactions be, as the lesser creatures say, face to face. Peace be with all of you. Island of St. Helena, Longwood Estate, Midnight, June eighteenth, 1820 It had been a bad day. Today, of all days, always was a bad day. Memories of other dates, though now bittersweet in their recollection, did not hold quite the same poignancy. How different it all would have been if that damnable Grouchy had only marched to the sound of the guns. It was ALSO clear now. He should have put Ney in charge of covering the Prussian advance. Ney would have come. Ney never would have lost the Prussians the way Grouchy did. In Grouchy and Grouchy in Ney's place, Grouchy never would have charged so recklessly and thus wasted his cavalry. Five years ago today, Waterloo. The thought stirred him from a restless half-sleep, the thought and the intermittent pain. He listened to the night noises. He could hear the sentry in the small garden outside the window. A pause in the footsteps, a muffled conversation, damned English, just the sound of the words grated. There was a soft laugh, a girl's. Of course, she was resisting slightly, honor demanded it. Not much could happen. The sergeant of the guard would be by soon, but the rendezvous would be arranged for later. He smiled a bit. He could not begrudge a soldier that, even if he was a damned Englander. He lay still on the sweat soaked sheets. This day was hard, it was always hard to remember, especially when there were so many others. They marched in order through his still so well-organized mind. June Fourteenth, 1800. Marengo. The legend of Marengo. The victory march composed to commemorate it, he could hear it again, the slow, steady beat, then the wild flourish of trumpets. His fingers tapped out the beat, his eyes shining with pleasure and with tears. Austerlitz, December second, eighteen 1805. The crown jewel of his score of triumphs, the victory march of Marengo playing as the imperial guard advanced, storming the central heights, the thundering cannonade, and the cheers. They echoed even here. How they had thundered in the cold winter air, how they echoed now in the stillness of the night, and only he could hear. Prometheus. Someone had called him that. They will chain him to a rock where the memories of his glory will gnaw and torment him. It will never come again. He closed his eyes as if to hide himself from his own tears. I lost the Battle of Marengo at five o'clock, and I won it back again at seven. He remembered that, shouting at once, when his staff started to panic. But when? Borodino, Leipzig, Waterloo, it must have been Waterloo. He couldn't remember. It was true, he had heard it whispered, and he knew it to be true. He was slipping away. He had already felt the first faint tugging of mortality even in the glory of Austerlitz, a flash memory of what he had learned in school, how when a Roman general was given a triumph, an old man would stand behind him on a chariot and whisper, Remember, all glory is fleeting. As the sun set upon Austerlitz, he remembered that, knowing somehow there would never be a moment like that ever again, and then knowing that the body was betraying him, the weight coming to his slender frame, the eyes failing, and now the pain in his stomach, the ghastly pain. All glory is bleeding. Is it really ending like this? He wondered. A shabby little room chained to this rock. He listened in the silence as if half expecting a voice to reply with a denial. A warrior angel to appear to take him from this and again to be arrayed, to walk the field late at night, to sit with his old grumblers about the fire and speak of the coming victory that he had dreamed and they would now create. Was this the final fate? The victory march of Marengo. He could hear it again, and the cheering, the guard cheering on the fields of so many victories, Vive l'Empereur, vive l'Empereur,